Hi guys, welcome back to Mel and Girl Problem Podcast, Season 3, Episode 10. And today we're going to be talking about gatekeeping in the anime community. Now, anime gatekeeping is no different to gatekeeping in other industries. It all started with, like, I would say one greedy or selfish person, you know, trying to keep certain people in and out of this particular community. And when you start getting more into the anime industry, there's about a thousand or even more anime out there. And most of them ignore, like, the the other anime that are out there and they focus on like the main big three which are like dragon ball bleach and one piece and they say if you don't watch those mainstream anime you're not typically an anime fan and that's how it all started now you can call these types of restrictions in the anime community very to be well very sad because there are a lot of mega amounts of media outlet blogs and blogs of those who love anime, those who either love a particular anime like Sword Online and those who don't like it, you know, um, some people often say if you like Sword Online then you, you don't really qualify as a real person who likes anime, you shouldn't be in the community and that's proven how you were treated because of the fans of it. Now, those are the same people who claim that they love and support the anime community when it, it's convenient to their own agenda. Anime gatekeeping at this stand is still built on ignorance and arrogance. It's all about those who who are better than who, and excluding anyone who doesn't fit their ideal of the ideal anime fan to stroke their own ego. That's not what gatekeeping is supposed to be, or at least not in a practical way of doing it. With that being said, the state of anime gatekeeping looks something like this. If you watch mainstream anime, then you're not a real fan. I'll be the first to say one that, you know, I used to watch Dragon Ball, Bleach, never One Piece, but I don't know if that's what I found interesting animes that I like. Between Sailor Moon, Tokyo Mew Mew, and Bliss, because I don't know all my different anime and genre preferences. But I'm still baffled by the amount of fans who I see say on like any type of social media platform that you're not a real anime fan if you don't watch mainstream content. There are other animes besides the big three. There are better animes besides the big three. Now mind you, trying to put others down by having different tastes makes you a loser behind closed doors. Just saying. And if you like Fairy Tale or Star Online, then that, that makes you not part of the anime community because it's like a tier. You have the Untouchables, which are Fairy Tale and Star Online, the entry level Weebs, Dragon Ball, Naruto, and Bleach. So Weeboos is Death Note, Attack on Titan, Tokyo Ghoul, One Punch Man, One Piece, Detective Conan. You have the Otakus, Full Metal Alchemist, Code Geass, Stein, Stein Gate, and Hunter x Hunter. And then the elite anime families is Berserk, Evangelion, Cowboy Bebop. Like on Legends of the Galactic Hero. And that's the pyramid of casteism made by anime fans who do this type of gatekeeping, sadly. And, you know, there are some toxic people in all these communities, not just anime. But, you know, it's kind of sad when you people you see cosplaying characters want to, like, you can't cause this character because of your race. For the record, anime characters are not white. They're Japanese, they're Asian. And so what if cosplay is black with a cosplay character? It shouldn't matter what race they are to cosplay characters that, that they like. There's been instances where many black cosplayers who cosplay same character. Um, example, there was a character, one girl, black content creator, cosplayed a, a Nezuko from Doom Slayer. And it was her first time doing cosplay and she was nervous, you know, as all reason you should be. Make sure you get the character dresses and try to cosplay it right to the best of your abilities. And for some sad reason, these, cos- these other people in the cosmic community were like attacking her for no reason because you know oh Nezuko's not black she's white well she's definitely she's not white she's definitely 
she's in Japanese, he's supposed to be like an Asian character, but, you know, they really don't give a race in the anyways, you know, because why not? Who should care? Because you should be able to cosplay character to your, to your content. And there was someone, I'm not going to say the username on Twitter, who tweeted, and OC isn't cosplay though. This is like a blue pickle or a green boo from Dragon Ball Z. OC can be nice, however, OC based on character isn't cosplay. Real cosplay for you would be an example of, you know, Aozu or Kensu, you know, and these type of gatekeepers and in the anime community are ironically Americans or even Japanese, and yet gatekeeping and anyone who doesn't look like them are based on false notion. This is not like only Americans targeting the black community either, you know. Other sides of extremist fans saying only Asians can cosplay as far as, as going as far as starting an anti-Western movie at a website depicting it. These types of gatekeeping is mad, and I believe it's not common, but it kind of is. Excluding a new fan to stroke your, e- like your own ego. Like the meme says, anyone who watches Demon Slayer after 90 episode isn't a real anime fan. The funny thing is, what they're actually saying is that new anime fans who like Demon Slayer now aren't qualified. The logic for this reason is why new fans don't want to be part of the community. Why would they? No one wants to be part of someone. It means jumping through imagery hoops because of some false notion of gatekeeping. And if you watch dub, you're not a real anime fan. It's kind of sad. Another version of fake gatekeeping you see in the anime community, and again, is most people who aren't native Japanese. It's either Americans or Westerns for the most part, more than anyone else. They want to criticize excludes anyone, new fans included, for liking dub, even though it doesn't affect them directly. Instead of, you know, keeping their mouth shut and letting dub watchers enjoy what they want, you know, you can like both. You can like dub or sub. Technically, there are some anime that sounds funnier in dub and some anime that sounds funnier in sub. It depends on the person. And this is, again, a lot of, why a lot of people avoid the animated community like good because all the complaining and bickering over complete nonsense. And if you like X, Y, and Z, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know, there were a couple tweets. If you like Naruto, you should be ashamed of yourself. If you like Bardo, then you stop calling yourself an anime fan altogether. You know, and that's kind of sad when there are gatekeepers who go on to say that you're, like, a piece of trash for, like, a certain anime when you're not a true anime fan at all. Or, you know, liking a particular anime. And if you're a woman, you're not a real anime fan either. And that's kind of sad. Because if I'll admit, I find this this behavior type of sad and sexist. Because there seems to be a small group of fans who criticize female fans for not being serious or genuine. Sometimes they'll go as far as saying female anime fans are only fans because they try to impress a man. It amazes me how the level of stupidity can even exist, but it's in a form of gatekeeping that makes me shake my head. At least not mainstream though, just a couple of clowns without makeup. And a better way to handle gatekeeping in the community. When dealing with culture vultures. Cultural vultures. That would explain why many of you have such large talents. That was a meme that someone created. Um, a cultural vulture, vulture is someone who slides into the industry, profits off of it, spreads propaganda, and doesn't give really doesn't care about the culture. We started with a ton of cultural vultures in the anime community in the last couple of years. A lot of them are on Twitter and certain websites who also write about anime. You know? And then there are many people masquerading as, as anime experts or people who love anime. They only jump on the bandwagon because it's getting popular. They're most trying to change anime from the inside out. So their so-called woke ideals are progressive, but not really. And for Western ideals on Japanese media and society. Anything that claims it's sexist, monogamous, or whatever other buzzwords that are put in energy. And then gatekeeping, these type of people are calling them out is gatekeeping one-on-one. 
And at the end of the day, it's people who are trying to ruin and harm the anime community for everyone who just wants to enjoy it and be left alone. If there's a problem, the community can deal with it. We don't need extremists to step in and preach about what should and shouldn't be done. Culture vultures are tending to do that, this in all kinds of industries, not just anime, and it's something that should be called out. That's the type of gatekeeping that makes sense because it's practical and serves a real purpose in hindsight. And I feel like creators who who put out the work there, want the fans and to enjoy the anime that they created, be something in some another country. I imagine the creators who create animes are very happy with the fan base that they've created, but also, they would also be kind of disappointed in some of the fan bases that try to gatekeep other people from liking a certain series. You know, anime has such a, has such a stigma back in the day, whether it comes from another country or the books were printed backwards because folk assume you grew out of cartoons eventually or because some of the stuff was extremely violent or sexual and proudly marketed as such. It would be take some time for the folks in my circle as the anime was a form of entertainment that could encompass multiple genres and appeal to all ages and not just those cartoons that came on late at night until the Tamer series started to air. Assuming they were marketed as anime despite, you know, many people thinking Speedrunner, G Force, and Sailor Moon Dragon Z's was anime. She didn't know those were anime until people probably were were told they were anime. And then, you know, people buying the merch, the UD series, you know, thing like that. And then one thing that's really annoying about gatekeeping in 2021 is where we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're watching a series that aired in Japan because for less than I spend on Dragon Ball Z, you know, you can watch anime on Funimation, Crunchyroll, and then Retrieve Swallow gatekeeping as a part of the anime community, in any nerd community really, for decades. Uh, the first, I think, memory I have that was like Sailor Moon, um, Tokyo Mew Mew, Avatar, um, I think, um, Fairy Tale, uh, Fruit Basket, uh, Lucky Star, you know, any anime along those degree. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it has the obvious effect that many people who want, who wants to get an anime and they want to start getting the fandom, but they're worried about the toxicity that might follow them once they try to, like, morally get into it. Because before, it used to be teased for watching, and it was kind of like the sad, sad part, because it wasn't popular, cool. And then as years go on, it became more and more popular, more mainstream, you know? I think the truth lies within, like, the true exhaustion of gatekeeping. Gatekeepers will tell a child's tale about being ostracized for liking anime because the process to nitpick what serious folks are enjoying are accusing folks, usually women, especially black women, of check notes clout chasing when it comes to it again checking notes one more time anime they do everything in their power to maintain some non-existent status as the all-knowing anime fan because then accuse us of picking on them for liking anime and the fact that no one gets them i feel like that's the surprising part but also disappointing but not the surprise because i still remember being like the, the weird kid from from just more people to like what I did, not that I had that I couldn't fan of being upset about it, and it's comforting that many others feel the same way. And I think there's room for everyone in this community, and if the gatekeeping stops purposely playing themselves out of it, then they see it too. I feel like, bottom line, if you like anime, you're an anime fan, point blank, and period, and no one to tell you otherwise. I feel like you shouldn't let gatekeeping stop you from liking whatever you're interested in or part of that culture. I think gatekeeping is the dark side of the fandom culture that you never see firsthand. The list notion is always nearby on the internet. It tends to rear its ugly head at the most inopportune moments just to get away from the accent and send a tiger group into disarray. 
an anime fandom learned that firsthand recently. I feel like that's a big thing that we can work on and like help support each other when we see people trying to gatekeep and you know to like help pick each other up and make sure no one gets harmed and one able to enjoy the community for themselves. So hopefully if you see any gatekeeping in any of the industries whether that be anime, Marvel, Star Wars, Harry Potter like speak up and don't let the toxic gatekeeping lock people out who want to enjoy the same thing that you might enjoy you know band together and get rid of gatekeeping altogether in 2021 but hopefully you enjoyed uh this episode of gatekeeping anime episode 11 for season three let me know what your thoughts about this and how can you be an ally to help stop it and what are what some ways that you know that you could leave some tips either in the comment section on my instagram or on my snapchat you can message me let me know down below how we can stop gatekeeping in 2021 altogether and until then see you soon bye